own the gun. Yeah, I own the gun. And I was like most people. I bought my gun, my first gun in 99, right before Y2K. Um, and this, when I shot the coffee table, it was probably 2000, 2001, maybe. No, it couldn't have been 2000. So maybe 2001, 2003, somewhere in there, between 2000, call it two and 2004, somewhere in there. Um, home one night, late at night, I'm messing around with the gun, you know, putting the mag in and out. I, I obviously racked one in the chamber, didn't realize it. Pressed the trigger because, you know, I didn't I didn't have trigger finger discipline. I didn't I didn't have any training. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Glock 21 goes off, 45 caliber round, bang. My ears Ooh. are ringing. I had my left hand over the barrel, over the top of it, and it was it's a it's a Glock 21C, so it has. Uh, some holes cut in the barrel and in the slide. So I had, you know, carbon and lead in my hand. My Ugh. pinky was really close to being shot off. So when the gun went off is what it should do. It wasn't an accidental discharge. It was a negligent discharge. Yeah. Gun goes off. My ears are ringing. Um, I dropped the gun, scared as shit at this point. And then it hit me like, where the fuck did that, uh, excuse my French, where did that bullet go? Yeah. So at the time I lived on, shoot, I lived on Ferris Street. So I want to say, I don't know if it's fifth and Ferris or sixth and Ferris, but I was on the corner in Wilmington and directly across the street was a, a, a park with a basketball court. Oh, <clears throat> and, you know, people are outside, you know, late at night sometimes, you know? So I'm like, Oh man, did it go out the window? So I looked to my left and fortunately I had um, some old end tables that I got from my grandmother. So they were made out of really thick. These were real wood cause they were old. It wasn't like no Ikea stuff. Right. Yeah. Real wood. <laughs> so, um, the round hit the bottom of the coffee table and it stopped it. You know, the hollow point was there on the ground. It was, I still remember to this day, it, it, it flowered like it should, it expanded. Um, and at the moment, I didn't know what I was looking at because I didn't know anything about expansion. Yeah. Um, but just looking back at it now, I'm like, yeah, it did what it was supposed to do. But luckily it didn't go out that window. Um, but it scared the hell out of me, man. But that's just not knowing what I don't know. Yeah, true. I, didn't, you know, I had no training. I didn't, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, man. There's certain times where I blame the movies, but um, you know, I get worried that something's gonna happen. Like uh, I do know for a fact that if I have a squib round, it's gonna jack my gun up and potentially hurt me. But in the back of my mind, and this is where the movie comes in. At uh, what was it? You ever see the first Sin City movie? No. All right. So so there's a uh, it's broken up by acts, but it was like probably in one of the middle acts where this crooked cop was, uh, I guess kind of, I can't remember the exact thing that was going on, but he was riding with this guy that was trying to get information from him or just get beat him up because he was messing with his girl. I think that's what it was. So okay. they ended up in this side of town that was kind of rough and it had all like had all these uh, women there that were kind of like assassins and mercenaries and all this stuff. <laughs> okay. But, but they were on the guy's side because the girl that that <clears throat> excuse me the girl that the cop beat up actually came from there if I remember right. So one of the the girls one of the women was actually uh, like like uh, kind of Japanese theme. She was like a, a geisha ninja or something, right? And she threw I don't know if it was like a kunai or, or some type of a rod into the police officer's gun because he was aiming at the uh, the dude that was about to beat him up. And the guy that was uh, trying to beat him up just said very calmly, don't shoot. The barrel's jammed. The barrel is, is has something in it. 
And the police, the police officer is like, yeah, whatever, fine. He shoots the gun. And it was a, I can't remember what type of gun it was, but it was made out of a, you know, old school metal gun. But nonetheless, shoots the gun. The slide comes completely off. It goes backwards and it lodges itself into the dude's head. Oh, wow. So every time I use a handgun now, that is kind of ingrained in my, my head to the point where I'm like, is it real? Can this really happen? Can it not happen? You know, <laughs> please tell me it can't happen. <laughs> I don't know if to that extreme, but it can cause a catastrophic malfunction. I had a squib this Saturday at a, at a competition. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I had two of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, on the first one, you could hear pop, 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 no, bang, 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 and it's like pop. When you hear pop, you know something's wrong. Yeah. So I had already programmed two trigger presses. I saw the target, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna shoot that twice, bang. First one shot the way it should, and then I heard a pop, but I went to send another round because I already told myself I was gonna shoot again. So I saw what I needed to see. So the RO was trying to stop me, but I had already pressed the trigger again. Luckily, the, uh, the projectile actually left the barrel and it wasn't clogged. Wow. But then what ended up happening was I um, I ended up getting another one. And I'm like, why isn't this, uh, <clears throat> why isn't my round feeding now? So I couldn't see it, but it was far enough in there that I couldn't see it, but it was close enough back that it was preventing another round from physically being loaded. Um, so that kind of saved me on that one because I probably would have sent another round uh, the second time without knowing it. Um, but if it happens and you're shooting fast, it's almost impossible to stop because it's, it's, you know, by the time you hear it, you've already pressed the trigger again before your brain can kind of register what you just heard or what you felt because it's going to feel different too. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yep. COVID has jacked up everything. <laughs> Got them COVID calibers now, man. Yeah, I mean, it, a split can happen no matter what. It, I mean, it's it's usually rare, but it, it certainly can happen. Well, I'm glad it, it didn't do what uh what it could have done. So yeah, I'm glad yeah, man, we ain't running. I don't want to have my face messed up or my gun messed up or my hands messed up. It was scary though. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Ugh. You're wearing brown pants that day, right? <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't that scary. Okay. <laughs> Good to hear. Man. Uh, shoot. I know we got three questions. Um, what do you think about firearm fanboys? Um, they, don't, they don't bother me. I mean, every... Glock has his fanboys, Canik has his fanboys, Taurus, they don't bother me. I, you can tell when someone is speaking from knowledge and when someone is just speaking because they're fanboys. I just ignore them. Like, I shoot Glocks. I have multiple Glocks, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't feel as though Glock, I know Glock isn't the best. I don't know if there is the best pistol one, but I, I don't feel like Glock is the best pistol. I feel like there are some guns, there's some things that Glocks do better than others. There's some guns that do stuff better than Glocks. There's some guns that probably do everything just as well, if not better than a Glock. Um, but it's just people, man, just, it's the ego, man. You know how that is. If I spend five, $600, $700 on a gun, I naturally feel like I have to defend it, right? Yeah. yeah. I naturally feel as though, I have to feel as though my choice was right. 
So I have to convince you that you were wrong by buying an M and P and not a Glock because I'm right by choosing Glock. It's just stupid. So I ignore those people because those people don't really have any useful information to provide. It's all feeling. Because if you ask them a question like, all right, well, what makes XYZ better than this other gun? Oh, man, it just is. It just, you just got to shoot it. You got, okay. Uh, I appreciate your time. Because they put a wild <laughs> barrel in there. Yeah, wieldy. exactly. <laughs> they put a wieldy barrel, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll go, uh, like, all right, man, I'll, I'll spend my time elsewhere. I appreciate you, sir. <laughs> right. But yeah. there certainly are some fanboys, man. Yeah, you're in line. No question. They're everywhere. It's almost as bad as uh, Xbox fanboys versus PlayStation fanboys. Yeah, man. Like, both of them going, you going to have a good time on either one. <laughs> so it's like, whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah, like. yeah. That's another topic. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Um, I know we talked about this earlier on too, but what do you feel about firearms use simply because they have no racist history, if such a thing even exists? Firearms used just because they have no racist history. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, any gun that you're going to use for me is just it, it should have a purpose, whether it's just for fun, self-defense, competition, whatever, hunting. Um, but I don't, I'm not going to buy a gun because of its history. I can't say I wouldn't buy a gun because of its history though. It just, it would just have to be something really extreme. And then there wouldn't have to be any other, you know, any other options that I could, that I could buy. Um, but I think most of us don't really know the history of firearms or these companies, you know, to begin with. And I put myself in that, that category as well. Like I don't, I haven't researched Glocks to see like, all right, well, when, when Asta or Gaston Glock was born, you know, did he call somebody a nigger in the fourth grade or did, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't, I haven't done that kind of like work. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, I bought my purchase based on proven track record. Um, so that's kind of the way, the way that I operate. I need something to be reliable. Right. It makes sense. It needs to have a proven track record. I don't want to personally vet it. I don't want to be in a gunfight to say, all right, this works in a gunfight. I, I need somebody else to do that for me. And then I'll learn from their experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in chess, the pawns go first. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you, you're right about that, man. Because I, I know there's some people that do like the utmost amount of research just to try and justify not utilizing something um, to the point where it's just like if you look at everything that's going on now, uh, you have some people that chose the AK-47 or, you know, any AK variant out there um, just mm -hmm. to try and avoid uh, other brands like Canik or Smith & Wesson or whatever because they feel like, oh, they're super racist. So right. uh, if you look at what's going on now, especially with the Russian ammo ban, uh, they're kind of kind of the jam right now. Now, I, I can... I can understand the feelings can't quite sympathize with them but eventually if there's no more ammo being produced or shipped over to you know the united states that gun is going to end up becoming a club or is going to be used extremely rarely so there you have that but i i did hear some good news recently um palmetto state is actually trying to team up with a european i can't remember uh the name of the company but it's a european company that produces steel ammunition 
and they are supposedly going to start producing steel ammo here in America. So okay. we'll see how that'll go. Yeah. I know the AK lovers will love that. And anyone else that shoots steel cases, I'm sure they're going to come out with, you know, some other other calibers other than, you know, um, what an AK, was it 762 or whatever it is? Yeah, 762. No, really... Is it 762? Right. Uh-huh. You, you can tell I don't know much about AKs. No, don't, don't feel bad, man. I, um... I got a little curious, and I purchased some two two three, some uh, steel case two two three in the box. Uh, it had some Russian writing on it. It was like a very simple <laughs> box. The, right. the, uh, the rounds were wrapped up in like uh, some Manila paper or something. And I don't know what it was. <laughs> like you buying lunch meat? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I'm not gonna lie, man. I don't know what it is, but when I stacked the boxes up. I heard the Russian anthem slowly playing in the background. (laughs) And it got louder. And I'm like, why is this enticing me so much? I I, I felt a way. I don't don't know if it's a good way or a bad way, but it was was interesting. Um, I mean, Matt. Yeah, I don't want the FBI or the CIA to come after me, so I'm going to go ahead and move to the next question because, you know, they're like, where did you get the ammo? <laughs> Igor Fair telling enough. me everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. So, last question. I don't know if this is going to be a big one because we did touch certain topics on this already, but let me see. All right, here we go. If not the offered manufacturers, how are black people supposed to find firearms that fit their mindset towards certain brands? That's not exactly an easy answer to find. Can you repeat that? Because I'm not sure. I'm I'm sure what you're asking. So one more time. Uh, basically, if not the offered manufacturers, how are black people supposed to find firearms that fit their mindset towards certain brands? So, like, if we can't find, if we can't rely on a certain manufacturer, like, we'll use Keltec as another good example, right? And with the mindset that's been going on lately, eventually it'll probably get to the point where it's like, well, we can't use Ruger, we can't use Glock, we can't use Keltec, we can't, you know, and you go down the whole list to the point where, you you were so caught up in your feelings and granted i know you said that if it pops it pops and if it protects my life and can help me do what i need to do that's one thing but you do have some people that are so set in their ways to the point where when they go down that whole list they don't have any viable options left so what do you think would be i guess the path they would have to take in order to find something to use that would suit and benefit their feelings as as far as utilizing it. Yeah, well, unless there are some black manufacturers, they're just going to have to buy something from that list. There's no, because there's really no other option. So, I mean, I don't doubt that some of them are, you know, don't have our best interest. I, I know for a fact. Well, I can't say a fact, but I know. You know, mm-hmm. we ain't stupid, right? Yeah. 10 manufacturers, you know there's going to be some of them in there, if not all of them, that feel a certain way towards people that look like us. Um, but if you don't have any other options, then what are you going to do? Are you not going to protect your family because 
this company feels a certain way? Like, like what are you really going to do? Like, what are your options? It's not like buying soap. You know, we go like, all right, I'll make my own, you know? Right. Um, nah, this is something completely different that you probably don't have access to the technology or the resources in order to make yourself. So you do what you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's any other option. Yeah. And like you said, like kind of the point you brought up earlier, I guess what you could do is, is, is buy secondhand where technically you're buying it, but you're not that company isn't profiting from your purchase, if that makes sense. Cause you bought it from, you know, a friend or off of a website that just sells them, you know, a person selling, you know, gun broker or whatever it is. I mean, I guess that's, a, that's a, that's a, a choice as well. If you really, really are, are against supporting them in any kind of way, I mean, I have no issue with that. Yeah. I, but and that, we're just limited. Really... We don't have, we don't have the resources. So mm-hmm. it's not like a t-shirt or a pair of socks. <laughs> Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, I guess you could knock out somebody with a pair of socks if you ain't washing them a long time, but you know, <laughs> we ain't, we ain't trying to see that happen, and we damn sure ain't trying to test that theory. So, <laughs> but I, I I think that that is pretty much the only way to go, and you know, it, it's kind of sad because you will have some people that like if I were to show this Caltech KSG off, you know, or if I was to take it to the range or something, you know, they'd turn their nose up at you, especially if they know what Celtic did and everything and be like, oh, why'd you buy that? Okay, you ain't down for the cause. All right, cool. You ain't down with it. Like, honestly, I don't have time to be down with it whenever it comes to protecting my house, protecting my friends, family, and my life. You know, if I've got to use, I don't know, this is extreme, but if, I don't know if I won't go that extreme, but but let's just say if I had to utilize the firearm of a dictator because it was to my to my right at the certain time that it came down to protecting my life, I don't care about the history of that firearm. I'm utilizing it because it's there. It'll help me do what's necessary, and then I can move on from there. I don't have to sit down to worship it or, or learn every single thing about its history or whatever. It's It's not meant to be... An emotional tool now granted some people do do feel like there's certain energies out there and uh, certain auras if you will me I kind of take the the samurai approach where yeah you do have to kind of put your soul into the weapon in order to kind of become one with it and become a little bit more um, in tune with it if you will but I don't really think everybody should take it to the extreme like that and if you do believe that there's some type of energy out there to where you have to be on the same wavelength if you will with that firearm then you can also purify it if you're going to take it to the extreme of that just throw some damn sage on it keep it pushing that's how i look at it yeah man you have to do what you have to do and i I don't recommend anybody get killed or allow their family to be harmed just because there aren't any options, you know what I mean? So you do what you gotta do. If we start having some manufacturers that look like us that start building quality firearms and albeit, all, hey, let's start pouring all our resources there. But until then, we just have to choose what we have to choose from. So some things are a little more important. We have to put things in order when it comes to stuff like that. I get it 100%. Um, I still don't watch the NFL and I was the biggest NFL junkie. Literally, I would, you know, I was a Minnesota Vikings fan. So literally I had five different Minnesota local websites that I would go to 
not mention NFL websites and it's just third party stuff everywhere. Constantly NFL network all day long. Sunday was nothing but football. And then like, nah, it's not necessarily Kaepernick per se. It's just the whole idea. Like, you know, they don't even respect us at all. Um, so if I was able to, to stop doing that, I already know it's in me to stop. Cause that was something I'm like, man, I love, you know, there's nothing I love more than football. I would be physically like my week is ruined when my team would lose. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I was in it. Yeah. But to me, like now I'm like, whatever. Um, it is what it is. Um, but if you don't have an option, man, then you got to do what you got to do. I don't care if you peel the, the gun out of Hitler's hand. You know what I mean? If that, if you can save your life with that gun or you can save your family's life, then so be it. That's and again, if you say. have a choice, then make the other <laughs> choice. But until we have another choice, we got to do what we got to do. Right. I mean, until you're shooting fireballs out of your hands, I mean, this ain't going to be like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat yeah, or anything. Right. Yeah. Gotta use something that's just a tool. So, mm-hmm. damn right about yeah. that. Shoot, Will. It was an amazing interview, man. I appreciate it. Man, I had a good time. I appreciate you, man. Hey, uh, go ahead. Let everybody know me. where. I'm sorry. I said for even considering me, man. I appreciate you. No, I mean it. I hey, thank you because you you're uh, you're pretty active in the BGOE. Uh, you got a lot of knowledge, and clearly, it's uh, very evident because you can physically see what's going on as far as uh your journey and your your knowledge is uh regarding handguns um and if i read right uh you made a post saying that you don't whenever you go to competitions you don't uh gear up traditionally like you know you got the mag pouches on the side and everything else uh you said that you you started um gearing up like you actually let's say, for example, carrying on out in the open or out in the, you know, in your everyday life. If I remember reading yeah. that right. Yeah, I run my EDC. So I, I don't, what I run in competitions is exactly what I wear to the grocery store. There's no difference. That's what's up. And I, I can yeah. get that. I understand it. But yeah, yeah. man, keep doing what you do and uh, let everybody know where they can find you at. Yeah, man, you can find me, um, irunandguntraining.com or um, all of my social media, um, at irunandgun, my Instagram, uh, YouTube, irunandgun, Facebook page, irunandgun, so all the same across those. Um, put any of those in, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to find me. Cool. Once again, I appreciate it, man. Definitely got to have you back if you'd be interested. Definitely. Um, I actually do. When I talked to Ogun, because uh, he, like I said, he really appreciated you for um, even just being the patron of his his, uh, his gear. Um, I ran the idea about having both of y'all on at the same time for an episode. So, hey, if you'd be down for that, I'm pretty yeah, sure you'd like that as well. Yeah. Solid brother right there, man. I'm down. Definitely. Cool, cool. All right. Definitely going to make that happen in the future then. But... As always, we got to bring this to an end. Thank you all for listening very much. This has been another Mag Dump.